What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And it's a beautiful day here in Brooklyn. Sure is. In the middle of quarantine. Sure is. I have my beautiful, wonderful, amazing, super talented, sexy wife in front of me. She's drinking a White Claw. Wow. Yeah. And don't bother buying White Claws. And this is... I know. We were talking about this the other day. I drank probably a metric ton of it and was like Did we buy a 12-pack? Uh, yes. Yeah. So if we bought a... Tw- okay, you just said come closer no, and now you're I saying was, back No, I was up. pushing you away. <laughs> um, we bought a 12-pack. You probably had seven or eight. Yeah. over the But also over the course oh, of yeah. like six hours. And they're only 3%. Yeah, it's just not worth it. I don't know. Like, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's... it. I don't think it's worth it. And I also... um, They're not that great. I like them. It's just like drinking alcoholic soda water. And I yeah. love soda water. Yeah, I'd rather pour one a glass and then put a shot of tequila in it. Oh, I love you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, we are talking all things moving during the pandemic, which we mm-hmm. had to do. We moved on April 1st. We're going to talk a little bit about it today. <clears throat> but first, we're going to talk Wednesday wisdom. Yeah. Honey, what do you got? Um, So I'm sticking on theme of packing, which you don't have to. Um, but we have moved. So we've been together for 13 years in uh, in those 13 years. That was a really shitty high five. No, it wasn't. In those 13 years, we have moved one, two, three. three. I'm going to say me. I have moved four, five, Six. This is riveting content. Shh, I'm losing count. Six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. This is our tenth time moving. Or eleventh yeah, time moving. No, but I've also in the, the same well, time actually, I moved same three because, times. So it's like No, because I moved to Fullerton while you moved to the studio and then I moved in with Amy when yeah. you moved in with Yeah. Yeah. So ten or eleven times we've moved in the thirteen years. I would yeah. say we are pro packers. I would say that as well. We crushed it. Yeah. So what you need to do. So let's say you start packing a week before your move. The first thing you need to do is essentially pack yourself a suitcase. Mm. Pack what you need for 10 days. And that can include toiletries or not. Um, but just set aside 10 days worth of clothes. You can literally pack your suitcase like you're going on a trip. And then from there, then you can pack your full closet. You can pack all your toiletries. You can yep. pack your kitchen and then leave. You know, for us, since we're two people, leave two cups, two plates, two bowls, two of everything. And then pack the rest of it. I, w- we, I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, it's so hard because you have to, you know, you need to live in your space. And so I just ended up packing like the day I was moving. And I said, no, 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 bro. You just. It's too much work. That makes it so much more stressful. So much more stressful. And especially like, I mean, we had people coming to help us, like, you know, and not, I mean, we didn't hire a moving company because COVID. Uh, we, you know, we had our friends come that we know are healthy. And, and too cheap to hire a moving company. Yeah. But also like they showed up and they were like, oh shit, you guys are super like organized yeah. everything like there was only like four boxes i think we had to pack at the very end yeah um yeah that's a great it's a great idea pack a suitcase i love that yeah pack yourself a suitcase and then you can pack everything else up 
Yeah. And then you just live out of a suitcase for a week or, you know, you're slowly packing things yeah. up and you mean the, the, the like winter coats and like all, all the things that are not, or maybe it's winter that you're packing, like all your summer clothes, like you can pack that up. Like you don't need everything in your life every single yeah. day. So, yeah. I mean, my, my Wednesday wisdom kind of goes along with that is, um, I mean, I know people live super busy lives, but if you can do a little bit every day, yeah. I think that's the best way to go. So we started packing probably seven or eight days. We did, and we just started with like one box a day. Yeah, we and started then, with one box a day, and then it started to snowball into yeah, two and then or you, three. We kind of got motivated. We we're like, let's okay, today we're gonna do two boxes, and it's like, well, if we're gonna do this, we might as well just pack everything here up. So it'd be like three or four. Yeah. And then by the end of the seven days, we were completely packed. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just break it up into chunks. I know that that's not how everyone has to do it. Sometimes there's like extenuating yeah. circumstances, and yeah. But it. If you, it's just like writing a paper. It's just like attacking a project yeah. one little bit at a time. Yeah. yeah. And everyone said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You have to move. What an awful time to move. This oh, was so the great. perfect time to move. Not only because of there's no traffic, but also we were literally just moving all downstairs. Well, that has nothing to do with COVID, but because I w- we were not in our normal schedules, we were home and we could take a lunch break and pack, pack, pack up two boxes. Yeah. I wasn't teaching a bunch, so I wasn't running around. So I had way more time. If we had to do this move when we were both in our normal schedules, I would have had to let taken like let go of classes, not teach certain things. It would have been so much more stressful. I'm yeah. so glad we moved in this time. Yeah. And then we had so much time to unpack that we're essentially unpacked. We're waiting on a couple, a of, couple things. of things to arrive that furniture pieces that we ordered, but. Yeah. We're like Other 90% that, moved we're, in. Yeah. yeah. We it's haven't really great. hung any pictures up, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah. art's easy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a Wednesday wisdom. Um, yeah. But we, we wanted to talk about our moving story because it's, I think, very unique. And um, as uh, Hannah Hannah Ann said on The Bachelor, it was quite the finasco yeah. of moving. Um, a very dramatic story. <laughs> yeah, it actually really is. Um, it's, it's fucking crazy. Well, and like also the amount of people that are in our situation where they are able to enter a buyout is very, very low in New York. Yeah. And there's a lot of online stuff about it, which I kind of, you know, dove deep into. It's just not super common what we were able to like accomplish and like do but um we have had a rough a very rough go of it the last couple of months let's backtrack to january late january of 2019 Mm -hmm. paint us a picture Corey. well before that our (laughs) friend tony convinced us to move into this apartment yes Um, we lived there for almost four years almost four years the apartment itself was like eh, like it was whatever nothing special very small it had a lot of issues. As but... I said, it was a classic shitty New York oh, apartment. Oh, absolutely. Like, the exposed brick was beautiful, but it definitely needed Just a, a major apartment. TLC yeah. to it. it. It it was slightly run down. Electric, like the electricity was all I mean, fucked if up. You follow our, if you follow either of us on Instagram, you saw we had floods. We had holes in our walls. Yeah. We, you know, it was quite... It was not very well taken care yeah. of, but but in January it did the 20, job, yeah, and it was great to have. Oh yeah, it was neighbors. Our rent and, was super cheap. Yeah. Um, but January 2019, there was a fire behind our building that almost burned. It completely burned down the building behind us, but the flames were going all the way up to the fourth floor. Alex was actually out of town. I um, 
uh, was able to grab the animals and get out for fear of, you know, the building burning down. It ended up not burning down. And then the fire department, uh, in order to put out the fire, came up into our apartment. There was like nine firefighters with their boots and everything, you know, trudging through with hoses. It was, it was an absolute fucking nightmare. Um, but that kind of set off a chain of events for the building that ended up um, ultimately being the reason that we had to leave. Uh, number one, um, there was a lot of illegal stuff going on with the building that we had come to find out. So I'm going to pause you right there. Oh. I just want to add a little backstory sure. to this. So the building that we moved into has 16 units, four on each floor, and it's four Right? Four on each floor, and it's a four-story apartment. So... One, two, three, four. Yeah. 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 Um, and before we moved in, the building used to have eight railroad apartments. Yeah. And if you don't live in New York, a railroad apartment is one long apartment. And Think of it not, as like... There's not a common hallway. So in order to no, walk there is a from, common hallway. No. In order to walk from one room to the next, you have to pass through rooms. So it might be like bedroom and you have to walk through another bedroom to get to the living room. Right. In or, so yeah. Just so you can as, think of it as when you're walking through one train car to the next. You yeah, have exactly. Like, you, there's no privacy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was eight ra- railroad apartments and then they chopped every eight apartment into two, which made it into 16 apartments. So the front apartment in the front of the building was a one bedroom and the back was a quote-unquote two bedroom the second bedroom was so small that it basically it's just, like a walk-in closet it fit oh it fit our queen size bed and literally that was it um so when we moved in our friend tony who has been on this podcast who officiated our wedding he was looking for a space and he ended up moving into the front of the apartment and we were looking to downsize and we moved into the back of the apartment. So we were on one lease because the because it used to be one whole apartment, the back of the building had a fire escape and the front of the building did not have a fire escape because when it was one long uh, one long apartment, the de- that didn't matter. However, when they chopped it into two apartments, now the front apartment did not have a proper fire escape. So what they did to kind of beat around the uh, fire escape issue was they kept one of the connecting doors there and unlocked. So Tony being in the front of the building, no fire escape, had to walk. If there was an issue, he would have had to walk through the connecting door into our apartment and then out the fire escape, which... If you're already thinking it, you are correct, is super fucking illegal and not safe. Um, He did have his own entrance. He did have his own kitchen, his own bathroom, his own everything. So it really was, he had his own apartment. We had our own apartment. There just was a connecting door and we were all on one lease because that connecting door was, quote unquote, the fire escape. Uh, So when... The fire department came to fight the fires behind our building. They saw Tony's quote unquote fire escape and said, the fuck is that? That is super illegal. And you cannot have that. That's that's not happening. Yeah. They were like this. They (laughs) weren't even questioning me. They were like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was like, guys, I have no idea. Yeah. 
Um, so. So they put, they gave a notice to the building owners and said, you have a year to fix this. We will come back on check on it in a year. So late January, 2020, knock, knock, knock. Who's on the door? (laughs) The fire department. The fire department. Well, it was actually really like the housing department, but they look, nothing's changed. All right. Everyone in the front of the building that does not have a legal proper fire escape, you have a vacate order and you need to get out in six days and since tony moved in he has now moved he now lives in Asheville. my sister took over the apartment she lived in the front of the building at the time when the vacate order was placed so she had six days to move out i'm gonna fast forward in the story a little bit there was if you can guess a lot of shady shit we later find out that in the whole building there were 105 violations in the entire building, which is fucking ridiculous and, in my opinion, unheard of. Um, we almost immediately started collecting people's phone numbers from people who lived in the building, especially those who lived in the front of the building. Um, now, mind you, there's only 16 units and everyone on the first floor did not get a vacate order because their fire escape is just the front door. Um, so the the four, the 12 of the rest of the people that it really impacted um, because we're all on the same leases together. So it, it's just a huge fucking mess. So we all start texting each other and we're finding out that you know there's just more and more shady shit that's happening um we talk we we were in talks with some of the building owners and there's two people that own this building and they really had i had never even heard of them yeah i'd never even heard of them either. didn't know that they existed um and then all of a sudden we're talking to them almost every other day and it was just it was just a huge fucking mess and I don't want to go into too many details to bore you, but we fast forward a little bit. We have a group meeting with the with the owners of almost the whole building saying, you know, this is what you did wrong. This is what you did wrong. This is why we're upset. This is what you owe us. And um, they just had no fucking clue what was happening in their building. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, everyone moves into New York. And like, if you're not from here, you don't know these horror stories of like terrible landlords or, you know, X, Y, and Z. But that's a real thing. And I think that like, you know, lesson learned, you know, you need to like vet where you live. And just because it's a good deal. I mean, sometimes you get what you pay for, you know? Um, Yeah. I mean, we had a very reasonable, I mean, listen, that apartment gave us all like so much. It really, I I think of it as like the giving tree. Like we moved in there from a beautiful, like another beautiful apartment. That was like a dream Brooklyn apartment loft or, you know, upstairs, downstairs. And like we moved into this small place because it was like a conscious decision of like, okay, we're getting married. I've started a business. Yeah. We were looking to The business was like not off the ground yet. Yeah. And you were like, ah, we're going to move in here. And I was starting grad school. Yeah. So there were a lot of financial changes we were making but it would like it enabled uh, it enabled me to grow my business and to not work as much you picked up a little bit of the financial burden for the time being and like i was able to focus on my business and like my professional life and it dude it like it gave me it gave me the ability to have a career because our rent was so low so i could take less money to do the things i was doing and like i have a bumblebee 
tattooed on my arm. We all do. From Will, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah. because like that house truly I mean, gave us the fucking. And world. I think the best gift of all was having one of our best friends right, right next, next door. door. Yeah. Oh my and gosh, that was so point, special. It, so at one point, it was one of our best friends downstairs or next door. Erica was downstairs. Your sister was downstairs. And then and your brother was my down brother the was down the street, and then my brother also moved in. Yeah. And then your brother-in-law moved in, and Erica. I mean, it was like a real life friend's apartment. Like yeah. we all lived legit. Like well, right next I just want to be clear. At the same time, there was not my sister, our bro- your bro- your brother. No, and but my like we all lived so close but, together. Yeah, but yeah. because people were kind of, we had. Oh gosh, I keep hitting the mic. Sorry. We had this kind of revolving door, and we were able to connect people to move yeah. in and. It was it was so so wonderful. We were wonderful living apartment. friends. It was it was a great it was apartment. Great. It, it was, was great. a great apartment. And it's a beautiful I, story. I loved it very much. It was great location. Um, I was very very sad to move, but again, without getting into like too much boring details, we were presented because the front apartment had to um, had a vacate order and they had to leave. We had the option to either stay and have it turned into one big apartment, which sounds nice on paper but um i but you know there was obviously there was going to be an increase of rent so we were no longer we were paying for the full two apartments basically as one so it was either we have the full apartment and maybe we get a roommate or our rent majorly increases or we move out. And at this point, I was so, so, so frustrated with the management. I mean, everyone was because during the, when the vacate order was placed, they had no idea what was fucking going on. And we were looking to them for answers and they had no idea. No, they gave us no answers. Um, they just, it was very clear that they didn't care about this building. Um, I mean, and we kind of knew that all along, um, but yeah, that was it not just, news to us. yeah, I just had said at one point, as much as I want to stay, I don't want to give these skis balls, slum bags, whatever you want to call them any more of my time and energy or, or more money. importantly money. Yeah. Like I don't want to give them anything else. Yeah. I feel like they have taken so much from us. Like I don't want, I don't trust them. I don't want to live in this badly energy stained apartment like i'm done that was great um and we came to that conclusion together i was very very hesitant i really didn't like i really really did not want to move i mean one of my gyms one of my places of work was literally three blocks away we had the a subway platform three blocks away i mean we we lived in a really really great location and we've lived there forever and um, this might be another topic of our podcast, but we've been toying with the idea. I more than Corey have been toying with the idea of leaving New York to go back to California. And I just had never envisioned moving again and I didn't want to move again. So it was a really, really hard decision. But at the end of the day, I did not want to give them any more of my energy or time or money. So <clears throat> We decided to move and... And we're in our new apartment. And we're in our new apartment. Um, Which is great. You, We both were looking a lot online and like sending each other links of apartments and things. You found this place and that we're in right now. And very quickly, I set up an appointment to go check it out. 
Um, I did not like the location. I thought it was too, yeah, I know. too far away. We were moving deeper into Bushwick, farther away from all of my jobs, your job as well. Um, so I wasn't really crazy about the location and, um, I went to see it and it's a beautiful apartment and I knew that you would love it cause it's newly remodeled and it looks very clean and, and shiny and you like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just wasn't getting a good feeling about it. And I had said I wanted to look at other apartments and this is the part that you might feel a little uncomfortable, but I felt like there are times in our relationship that you have said, I feel, I feel like you don't trust me in mm -hmm. making big decisions. And you, I knew you wanted to move into the space. You went to see it for yourself and after you, you fell did. in, after you did and you fell in love and you said you really, really wanted it. And you felt like we were crazy not to get it because it was a really good price for the space, the amount of space. I mean, it, it definitely is much bigger than our old apartment and there are a lot of added bonuses and perks, but there are also are a lot of downsides. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that every, for you, yes. Um, you don't think there's any downsides to this apartment? No. I mean, it's, other than that, it's farther from where you work, but like right now you from don't where have... you work too. Yeah. But also like, yes, any time you move, there's going to be a, there's like I know. downsides. That's what I was just about to say. But yeah, so I knew you really wanted it and I knew I really didn't. And I asked if we could see, I said, I'm interested. I do like the apartment. I just, I'm not crazy about it. Can we just look at other things just to see what else is out there. We hadn't even seen any other apartments. You went to go see one very quickly um, on your own. To be fair, that was the same price as the one we're in now and was a quarter of the space. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah. Then there was, of course, you know, outside pressure from the um, brokers saying, you know, people are putting in applications if you want to thing apartments move so fucking faster in New York. Um, and I, I, and, and I, I also I, felt that pressure of like, ah, oh, shit, you're right. Like, I don't want to let this slip through the cracks. And so my, so, and I, I mean, like for anyone out there that's thinking that maybe I like you've, I, I explicitly said, I don't want you to feel pressure. I know. Yeah. And like, I have a little bit more, I would say probably a way more broader understanding of how the New York City apartment real estate works because that's yeah. part of what I do for work. Yeah. So like I understood from the beginning, like if we don't move on this, it had been on the market for four days. Longer than four days. Four days, 14 days. Yeah. Yeah. There, was no, I know there was a four in there. Yeah. But um, the, like I just knew for the for this the amount of space and for the price i was like this is insane this is an insane deal yeah um so uh i i don't know i just the way that you're phrasing the story makes oh. it sound like like i was like this like i no, forced you no, in no, no. it's kind of how it's coming off seems like like i forced you into it i was very adamant 
that you, you, you could multi- make the multiple decision. times you said if you don't want to move we don't have to and i and my did you believe every that time, when i said yes that? but yeah. every time my response was fuck no we're not staying in this apartment that was the other driving force for me it was like i was so i wanted i, I had a hard time containing my anger yeah because i was very very i was very angry at, at what at was at, at the old apartment yes like at just the situation and how angry. the owners handled yeah. it. And... and because I was there for the fire and I had to have, I had to be evacuated in the freezing cold and like, and the subsequent, there's a lot more details that we're not going into for yeah. whatever. But like, I was so angry at the current place that I was like, I would literally do whatever it took to get out of that yeah. apartment and do it quickly. And then you compound that huge decision to move huge decision to move with a with a literal oncoming wave of pandemic but at the time we didn't know that because we made that decision but the weekend beginning of march right but also but also like i knew something was com- i knew it was coming i mean yeah we all knew it was coming but we didn't know it would be like you're this. rolling your eyes at me well because i'm like yeah duh we all yeah, knew but it was i mean coming. like i'm just saying like it there was a whole lot of there was a whole lot of like reasons to be stressed out at that particular time. So it was just a, it was kind of like a triple whammy of just like we're moving and then this thing may or may not be happening. And then trying to find a new apartment, it was really stressful, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think we handled it as good as we could have. I knew that you were unhappy having to move in general yeah, and that it wasn't in your like plan. But yeah, it wasn't in my plan and it just mo- was moving so fast and we didn't get to, s- I didn't get to see any other apartments Yeah, and I felt like we could have looked a little bit more just to see what else was out there to see if there was anything that was a little bit more of a compromise because to me, I felt like moving in this apartment was me bending for you, which I knew I was making that choice and I wanted to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Because in the back of my mind, I heard you saying, I feel like you don't trust me to make decisions. And so I was trusting you in making this decision for us and for our well-being. Um, and of, and like there are so many great perks to this apartment. It's new. It's remodeled, which we haven't lived in a space where it's been remodeled since we moved to New York. Um there's we've a dishwasher met, yeah i mean but like we've never met them but our neighbors upstairs have been so generous to like help us with internet we didn't know like, that when we were moving in but I, know, yes. I know i'm just saying like but I'm, I'm just talking about the perks oh sure of the the plus sides of moving into yeah. the space yeah. um it there ha- there is a washer and dryer hookup the owner who used to live here kept her small like single washer dryer it's one um one appliance washer and dryer combo together, which um, also has its pluses. And but it also does a great job. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be like a, it's a, yeah. it's a great little unit. But four hours later, you have a, a load done. Yeah, but... four hours later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Know. There were there are a lot of pluses, and I mean the, I think the main plus was more space. Um, but I just was I was very hesitant and fearful, um, but. It's How been do you great feel so, now? It's been good so far. I I think the main pluses or the main minuses are the distance and adding of commute time and whatnot. And for someone who 
doesn't bounce around a lot and travel around. I don't know if you could ever understand how... Oh, come on. I could never understand a commute into the city. Is no. Is that what you're trying to say? No. No. You have only had one or two places of work. But my work is constantly changing. I, I go to different locations. So I it's understand. not fair for you to say that I don't understand bouncing okay. around. Okay. I'm sorry. But it's not. you don't do it every day. That's also not true. Okay, sure. sure. The yeah. majority of the time, no. But there are weeks where I've been like bouncing all over. I, yeah. I, sure. I, I would imagine if you're doing the same commute every day, it could be frustrating. But to say I don't understand it is, I don't think that's fair. Okay. The only reason why I said you can't, I don't know if you could understand it. You is said because, I could ever understand it. Okay. The reason why I said, I don't know if you could ever understand it. And the reason why I said ever understand it is because you never, you don't have my schedule. I, you don't have, I you don't have my schedule. And I'm not waking up as early as you mm-hmm. and I'm not teaching from the morning until mm-hmm. I, and I, and, and I empathize that, with that. That and is I, one of the main things is when we go back into my schedule, our regular schedule, I know. I'm going to have to commute in the dark at 5 30 a.m um which i've never liked but no okay can you just i'm sorry i just either move the mic this way or or back up okay because your hand signals are kind of doing this and okay. i just don't understand All right. um i i listen i get i get that and i'm not like debating how hard it's gonna be for you and um, i don't know maybe it won't be as hard as i think it's gonna be but right now i will say that i am loving the space i'm loving um that we can have because there's space there's an upstairs we live so we live in the first floor apartment first floor of the apartment building which was also a con for me because i was nervous about street noise and just the amount of people that walk by but because there haven't been people walking around yeah there hasn't been an issue of noise or people um and obviously because i haven't been commuting i don't know what that's like but it's been it's been really nice. I've been enjoying settling into a new place. I always love settling into a new yeah, place. Yeah, you're with you. good. You're good at nesting. I think we we both are good at net nesting, and it's always fun, as I say, to play house with you. Yeah, of course. I've really enjoyed that, and um, I enjoy that the cats have stairs because, as I said, we're I in think the first they are floor. a lot happier. Yeah, we're in the first floor, and then our apartment also has the basement, so um, we have a little space downstairs as well. And yeah. yeah, it's, it's definitely been, it's been nice. It's been an adjustment and I like it so far. <laughs> I think it's going to change. I'm fearful. I'm nervous that it will, my feelings will change when I have to commute and when it's back into quote unquote normal life, yeah. but we'll see. We'll Do you see. harbor any resentment for moving here? Are you resentful of my wanting to move in here not yet <laughs> no I, no i'm just teasing um no i am i'm glad that we made this decision um i'm not i'm i'm not no i i don't i don't have any resentment towards you because i had a lot of communication and conversations with myself about about that like i don't want to have resentment i i don't want to do something that i don't like but i was very unhappy about it for quite some time i know but like moved. also i feel like it's worth mentioning that i was very and i'm not trying to i'm not i just yeah. don't want people to feel like i pressured you into no, this no, i was I don't want very people like to, you didn't pressure me and i don't want people to think do that you, you want to move here 
this is ultimately a joint decision. Yeah. Like, and it, I mean, listen, death and moving are like on the top of like the most stressful things that can happen to people. Yeah. Thankfully we've had no deaths in the family, but like moving is stressful. And the, and, and like, I, you know, I, um, just because I found it and I was like, Hey, I like this place. Like I was very clear of like, if you say no, like I'm yeah. okay with no. And I, yeah. and I, I meant that if you were to, yeah. if you would have pulled the plug on, I'd have been like, that sucks, but like we can we can move on. Yeah, um, and I knew that. That, that that's good. Uh, yeah, um, but that's there. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have a hard time with that, like hearing no from your partner or or uh, acquiescing to their partner because they think that that's what they want. That's like what's going to make them yeah. happy and like want to stay or whatever it may be. But this no. was not an easy. Yeah, it was not an easy move, and, and it, it definitely put a strain. I, I would say it put a strain on us just in the sense of like. We were just at different yeah, places. Yeah, you were in a whole. Di- like because... Also, you're a planner and this was not part of your plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was never a part of your plan. And so like to anytime the plan again, goes. Yeah. yeah. Anytime the plan goes off the rails for it's you. It's challenging for me. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. And I was um, trying to be sensitive to but that. There were a lot of pros and cons lists and our pros and our pros and cons list were different. And I, I think my con list was bigger than your con list. I don't, did you have any cons? Um, well, one of them was like that you didn't want like the place. <laughs> I mean, and it's not that you didn't like the place. It's just you had, I don't know. It's weird because it's like, it's not like, like any other circumstance. Like if, if there were no other comp- compounding factors, you would love this place. Yeah. If it was if, in a, all of the other. Well, no, because removed. if it was in a different location and not on the first floor, it would be perfect. Because right. I, I have, I've, I have already gotten uncomfortable of people walking by and like looking in like our, our male our there was obviously a new male person and she was knocking on our window because she thought that our mailbox was inside and couldn't get to it when our mailbox is outside. Yeah. And that made me extremely uncomfortable. Um, and like, we have curtains that close in like the middle, but then I'm like, ugh, I'm not going to ever be able to open my windows and our bedroom is downstairs, and now we don't have a window in our bedroom, which I really don't like. I love you that. love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There, yeah, there's just you know, no apartment is going to be perfect, and I'm fearful that people are listening to this and being like, "You're fucking crazy, Alex. That sounds like an amazing apartment," and like get over it. But those are my feelings. I mean, if you feel the way <laughs> you feel, don't hide yeah. it. Um, yeah, I think it's just like. I don't know. It's kind of a, it's hard for me. Yeah. Because like, I just, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I like always just want you to be happy and like have what you need. And same. Yeah. Oh, you don't believe me that I don't also want the best for you? No, I, I, I definitely think that that's how you feel. I just think you're very strongly opinionated and you, you, have a lot of feelings around certain things. So I think it's, I, I still, I still kind of feel like, you know, you're like, Oh, well, we'll see. And that's like a shitty feeling for me, you know? Um, no, I don't talk me through it. It's a shitty feeling for me because you know, like we're here and we're moved in and like, we can't, I mean, it's not that we can't leave. But I still don't, I don't get the sense from you that you're like really, truly happy yet. 
Well, because we're not in our normal life. We're not in our normal daily life. I know. So I won't know fully what it's like to live here until I'm back yeah, in work and like in my life. If you're having those feelings now, it's not going to get any better. It's I like disagree. it's not going to get better when you're I disagree. in your life. Your commute the, will get harder. N- maybe not. So I just feel maybe like... the commute is not as much as I think it is. Sure. Like that's also I a won't possibility. No. I've only walked. I have only walked from this apartment to the train once. And yeah. I, and I was, that's just not enough for me to know. Yeah. I mean, it's yet to be determined. I just wish that you felt better about oh, it. You know, a, a negative that I thought was going to be bad was we were very, very close to a very large, um, grocery store, which I, we frequented often. And I was like, shit, we're going to, I mean, I do a lot of the grocery Grocery you do all shopping. Of the gro- Let's be clear. You do all the grocery shopping. Yeah, and and if I asked you to, I know you would. Yeah. But um, I was I was sad to leave that because we had we had the big grocery store and two really really great bodegas which yeah. we knew had everything that we needed to. Yeah. And that, I that was nervous about that. But when we went to the grocery store near us, it was great. I thought that was going to be a negative. I didn't think it was going to be as good as our old one. But it was really good. Yeah. It was re- it was a really, really good store. So yeah. that's a positive that I thought was going to be a negative. Sure. So who knows? Maybe my commute will not be as bad as I think it is. Yeah, I know. And I think but it- I won't know until I'm in it. And that's why I don't have a full affirmative yes. I know. But I will say I have been trying because of the situation we're in uh, being this pandemic. Um, I have been trying to find positives every single day of things that I wouldn't normally see as a positive. And one of the positives of this apartment is there is more space for us to be separate. And like today you were in the office working and I was downstairs taking a dance class. And if we had been in our old apartment, we would have been like, right next to each other so it's really great to have space the other day i took a ballet class and i used the stair rail so cool as a ballet bar (laughs) it's cool so you know i'm I'm trying to find positives every day um and things that i'm thankful for i'm super fucking thankful that we have a washer or uh, a that we don't have to leave a washer and dryer that we don't have to expose ourselves to the fucking virus sure it takes literally four hours to do one small load but I'll take that over going to a grocery store. I mean, going to a laundromat. Yeah. So I'm, I, I just, I won't, I just won't fully know how I feel until we're in everyday life. Yeah, that makes but sense. I am trying to find positives and I do think that this is a beautiful apartment and a lot, a lot, a lot of great pros. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, so. I, I, um, was trying to see, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like when I see an apartment, I'm like, oh, I can imagine like our life in there. I, and, you I know, too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely don't feel like you're 100% on it. No, like, and, like and I might not it. be. And that's okay. No, I know. But it's also like as your partner, like it's kind of like, it's not like it's a huge bummer. Like it's a fact. It's just, I'm sad that you don't feel that way about it. Yet. 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 Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Um, that said, I mean, moving is fucking hard and stressful and 
Yeah. You know, um, no one, like, uh, we never assumed it was going to be easy or perfect. But, um, yeah, I feel like this is the first apartment that we've moved into. I mean, at least my recent memory that we were kind of split on. I feel like most of the time we were both on board. Totally. But, um, yeah, yeah, this one was difficult. But there were so many different compounding factors. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it's been hard. Yeah. But we're making it work. Yeah. We're making it work. And yeah. I'm, you know, um, and I, I just, I just want to emphasize two things. Um, one that yes, you have been extremely supportive throughout this whole thing. And multiple times you had check-ins with me and said like, are you sure? Are you okay? I don't want to do this if you don't want to. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, and the other thing that I want to emphasize is I am, even though I am not fully on board, I do trust that I will get there. It's just a matter of us taking different time, different amount of times to get to that position where I am fully happy here. Um, and I am, I am happy here. I do really enjoy this apartment and I have been enjoying creating a home because I love doing that with you. Yeah. Um, it just, and I, I think that's okay. I think that's okay that we're on different, yeah. different, uh, levels of appreciation for this apartment and acceptance. Um, and we just have to be patient, I guess with me, <laughs> I mean, I have all the patience in the world for you, like always. Yeah. You know. Do you think I have all the patience in the world no. for you? <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm, that's just the truth. You don't. You don't have as much patience uh, for me. But I'm also like really annoying and hard to live with. So that's understandable. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what no, I said. It, you're I mean, not hard to live with. No, but. but um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more patient with you than you are with me. Yeah. If that was like yeah. a trivia question on the relationship scale of a game, <laughs> like for sure. Yeah. I think you're also just more a patient person in general. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, not a bad thing. It's, you know, just, and, but also like I'm, I'm, a, I'm impatient in different ways that are not involving you. Yeah. You know. Like when we're in traffic. Yeah, or, or just like for, for with technology. I, I'm in, yeah, technology. I'm like I'm impatient in other ways, but like with, I was thinking about this the other day because I had a dream that I had a dream that you and I were in therapy. Oh, the what thera- were you we talking and about? I remembered it. The therapist asked me like, like what is something that like he said basically it was just like what bothers you, mm, and that was yes, like what bothers you. No, that was like one of the things in my oh, dream that I was just like. I feel like I'm more that's I'm more patient oh. than you with you than you are with me. And that was it's just funny that it came up in this conversation because that's what triggered. I was like, oh my god, I remember my dream. Because remember oh. you were like, what was your dream about? And I was like, oh, I had a dream of a therapist. I can't remember. But yeah, I, I and it's not. Well, I will work on being more patient. I'm not asking you to to work on that. I think, I, I'm I think we're fine. Patient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. Y- yes, yes. I. I think the answer is you have patience for me in abundance and you also have zero patience for me. 
at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it depends on my hunger level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would be curious to hear from other people about partner patience level. Do you think that you have more patience for me than I have for you? Um, I think we have patience in different ways. Ooh, explain. Um, trying to think of, um, uh, I don't know if that's a really good example. I was going to use like taking care of the cats, but I don't think that's really like a patience. Uh, I can't think of any examples right now. Well, like, like, let's use the cats. Let's use, let's use the cats. Like when you, if you were left alone by yourself, you would take care of the cats one way. And this is why parenting with you is going to be hard. <laughs> For sure. No, I'm, this is, yeah. this is a huge fear of mine. Cause you are so like. Yeah. It's into, a huge fear of mine too, bro. This is no, and I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't saying that like, it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like, you're very into doing things your way on I'm your aware. time. It's a, it's a problem I have. Yes. It's not, a, I wouldn't say it's a problem. I you're particular. Like it's a problem. You're particular. It's I think not a, lot a problem. Of, I think a lot of women have this yeah. problem. And my, my way of doing things with cats is it's just different. different. Yeah. Are the cats alive, fed, happy and healthy? Are they happy though? When they have to wait for their food? <laughs> Longer than they would wait with okay. me. <laughs> like an hour, sometimes two hours longer. <laughs> Obviously, the cats are fine and happy and healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. This, I'm just is, kidding. this podcast is too I'm real. Kidding. I'm definitely going to have to edit this down. No. Yes, why? for sure. There's just a lot of real shit in here. Oh. But I, I just, no, I think, I think it's just like, I if we're if it's this hard with cats it's gonna be five million <laughs> times harder with children yeah i know and i think about that a i lot think too. you're gonna have a hard time letting relinquishing control uh, yeah i am very much aware of that <laughs> and i have been practicing i you probably don't realize it but i have been practicing like when you say practicing do you just mean like biting your tongue and not saying things? yes thousand percent that bothers me but I, but, but I, I feel have be, to change. No, because no, because I feel like if you're biting your tongue, you, you're only it's only going to come out sideways. No, I disagree. I think I'm biting my tongue in practicing. It will get done. It won't get done in your way, but it will get done. Can you give me an example of something that you're biting your tongue about? Um, hence not biting your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, like what's something I do that you're like if I I can't say something like I don't. I don't ever want you to feel like you can't tell me something. No, no, no. And it's not that... I, no, no. And this has nothing to do with... I don't feel that. I don't feel like I can't tell you. But if I'm constantly telling you and constantly asking you to do things differently, then I'm not changing and I'm not evolving and I'm not opening myself up to be more patient and more right. accepting to things not getting done my way. The dishes. That is a great example. You do the dishes very differently than me. I turn the water off to not waste water. I make sure everything is soapy. Then I turn the water on at a low uh, flow, flow yeah. <laughs> to wash all the dishes right. because not in my opinion, it saves water, period. Totally. It's not my opinion. It does save water. You do not need to have the water running the whole time. Right. But when you volunteer to do the dishes or I ask you to do the dishes and you do them, I have to 
I'll sometimes literally bite my tongue because you know the sound of running water makes me I irritated. I know it does. So that is one way that I am. I have to talk to myself and say, either you need to do them yourself and not get angry that Corey's not doing it, or you need to fucking bite your tongue and just let the dishes get done, not your way. Even though I feel it's wasting water and it's not just affecting me, it's affecting the environment and all the other things. But that is one way majorly that I feel like I am biting my tongue. Yeah. And it's not because I don't feel like I can tell you. It's because I need to be okay with things not getting done my way. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with a couple of my female friends who are in a, a relationship with another male. Um, that, yeah, it's it's not just me. And I think there are a lot of other females that will agree to, yeah, and, and I males, don't. I don't want to be like gender specific or, yes, you know, I, cisgender I just can, specific. I can only express, right. I can only, own, yeah, I get it. under, I can only um, relate to your own experience, my own experience yeah. with other females. I have not had this conversation with my male yeah. friends that are gay, that are in relationship with other men. And I would be, I would love to have a conversation with um, a gay couple, whether it's male or female. Um, but so I can only express what I know. And what I know is my other female friends who are dating males also have this issue of having to bite their tongue and say, well, do I ask for their help or do I just do it myself? Right. And I think it can get tricky because if you do it, if you always say like opt to do it yourself, then you might feel resentment of like, they don't pick up their, their part in the relationship. Right. And I think, I think there's two things for me that like, it's not necessarily like, Oh, I'm concerned, but things that are like, I'm like, huh. It's like, I think that you, you and correct me if I'm wrong, are way quicker to anger with things. I wouldn't say anger, but but maybe it does get annoyed. Listening to the sound of running water makes you angry. It doesn't make me angry. It just makes me annoyed or anxious. I think that two different things. Sure. In my opinion. Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, like, like, and like the, like the other thing is like, I always, and we've, we've had this, I think exact conversation on the podcast. I want more than anything for you to be happy. And like, I want to help out and contribute in whatever way, shape or form I do. You just like things done a certain way. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, it's hard for me to remember all of the like little things that you like done a certain way. Like there's, there's kind of a lot of things like the no paper towels thing was like really hard for me. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's better for the environment. And I'm grateful that you're teaching me how to be a better steward of the environment. Cause that's mm-hmm. something that's really important to me. Um, but there's a lot of things that you're so far, you're so much more advanced than mm, I would say 90% of the people in your, mm-hmm. in the way that you consider waste and recycling that it's hard for me to like keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, I want to do all those things. So it's hard for me to like play catch up and try to be good at it. And then, you know, when I don't do something right, you know, and you're letting me know and I try to be better, but like those things don't drive me. I don't, I, I don't get like angry about it. I'm just like, oh, I'll fix it, you know, but I yeah. can tell it frustrates you that I'm not 
there that I'm not your equal in this like constant strive to do these certain things. And I want to be, and I'm trying, but I can, I can feel sometimes your like anger or frustration with like, I'm not, you're, he's not doing it right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's hard. It's hard. But some of those things, my frustration isn't necessarily like you're not doing it my way. It's, you're not doing it the way that's going to be most beneficial for the environment. And I know that it seems like I'm so extreme on this, that it's almost a flaw. Um, I don't, I don't think of it as a flaw. I just feel like it's hard to keep up with. Yeah. You're running a race at a pace that I literally, I'm just like, what the fuck? I, I can't keep up with it. And when I think about when I, when I frame it in that, regard in my mind it's a lot easier to not get angry with you or frustrated because i'm just like she's literally trying to help the planet and i want the same thing so it's easy for me to just like kind of let it i'm like oh she's saying this or like whatever but i can tell it weighs on you yeah that i'm not there and i know at least i hope (laughs) that you know it's more like you're not frustrated in me it's more of like in general you're just kind of like frustrated with like the way things are and how people treat the planet yeah that's how i frame it in my mind yeah yeah. Is that like a fair assessment of yeah. how yeah, you feel I think about so. things? Yeah. I can tell I, I, that I frustrate you yeah. a lot in, in, with stuff like that, but I don't mean to. I, I am I know you trying. don't mean to. I, I know you're trying. Yeah. Um, but if I'm constantly, but then I feel like if I'm constantly biting my tongue and not saying anything, then. Yeah, I don't want that either. Yeah. But um, kind of off topic. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's off topic. We talk about moving, living in the same space, and yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't think it's yeah. off topic at all. Yeah, um, but I'm enjoying being in the space with you. I'm, I'm <laughs> always enjoying be- any space any I'm space. in with you. It's yeah. my favorite space. Yeah. Um, we got a little heavy today. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm sorry if I made you feel uncomfortable. Oh, that's okay. Do you think you're, you're going to edit any of this out? I mean, it's yet to be, I don't know, maybe I have to listen back. Mm. Um, I'm okay. There's definitely things that make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. There's definitely things that make me feel uncomfortable, but I'm I'm okay with it being out there because I think it's important because I think these are the things that are hush hush. Nobody talks about. Yeah. And we all go through it. And the more it's out there and the more people talk about it, the more other people are going to feel normal and, and okay with with talking about it. Yeah. I think, I, I think a lot of people, because we've had a 13 year relationship and we're in our thirties, I think it's very rare. And I, I, because we love each other so much and because we get along so well, and we're always, so we're also just happy people on our, on, by ourselves yeah. and together yeah. we're so happy. I think a lot of people see us as having this perfect relationship without any issues. Well, so I also I think, think it's naive to think that people think we have a perfect relationship. Uh, many people have told me you guys are so perfect look at how cute you are i love you i just want to be just like you like it it is not uncommon and i'm not saying that everybody right no i i I can see where people are like oh they've been together for 13 years you've known each other forever sure a lot of people i i believe because of comments i've heard i believe that a lot of people think we have a nearly perfect relationship 
No. I also think we have a nearly perfect relationship. However, I would as well. No relationship is perfect. perfect. And I think it's important to talk about the non-perfect things. So I trust you and your, I, I trust you. And if you need to edit anything out, I'm okay with that because I want to respect your comfort level. But one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast and why I think it's important is because we talk about things that a lot of people aren't talking about and it needs to be heard because a lot of people don't, you know, we live in this like Instagram world of like only posting the best of our ourselves and our relationship. And yeah, it's not, it's not all perfect. No, it's definitely And not. there is no perfect relationship. It's no. healthy to have disagreements. Yeah. It's healthy to have these conversations. What's unhealthy is yelling and screaming and being mean and spiteful and, yeah. you know, unloving to your partner. Yeah. I mean, same team. Hashtag same team is like yeah. the, the general. Should we start hashtagging that in all of our pictures? Hashtag same team. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, well, I mean, I love you so I much. I fucking love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm playing footsies with you under the table. Um... Well, thanks for sharing and um, thank you for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, anyone out there that's listening, if you've made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> it's yeah, we're at the end. Um, yeah, I think I think this one has a lot of pretty intense uh, nuggets of information. Um, and and I I just before we wrap up, I want to do our what made us laugh and our and our yeah. most embarrassing. Um, as I usual. already know what made you laugh, and I already know what my most embarrassing is. <laughs> okay, it just well, happened. Okay, well, I just want to say I do think that it's important that people listen. So those who are listening, please share our podcast with others. Talk to us. More than important than anything. Please yes, talk, let us know we, you're we, listening. We yeah. want to hear feedback from you, and those who reach out, I really appreciate it. Keep reaching out to us, and... Um, all the things like all the like like subscribe all that shit but really like reach out to us and if you ever have we i say this a lot but i just want to say it more if you ever have any questions about your specific relationship we will you know keep you anonymous and and speak vaguely but we are happy i know i know we're not like therapists or anything but we are happy to help you in any way that we can Mm -hmm. um because even though we're not therapists, I think we've had a lot of experience Both in relationships. Both of my parents are therapists. Both and my aunt and uncles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have five therapists in my family, so I'm kind of a therapist already. But, mm. you know, no big deal. I think that people who have gone through <laughs> all of the schooling might say something differently. But we are here to offer any help or guidance. and yeah, for sure. Um, or on a lighter note, if anyone has any funny things or embarrassing things that's happened to them, please share. We oh, will also share that love anonymously. We love that shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what made you laugh the most this week, Corey? What made me laugh the most this week was... Oh, man, this is tough. Can I say three things? Oh, sure. Can I say three? All sure. right. So number three, Parks and Rec. Oh gosh, it's so Fucking love funny! That it's so, so funny. Number two, Chris D'Elia's new stand-up, mm-hmm. which I go back and forth between loving and hating him because he's such a douche. Mm-hmm. He's such a, he's like he's such a douche, and he knows he's a douche. Um, so I go back and forth being like, "Yeah, you're funny, 
And then like, you're not funny, but like, I mm-hmm. found myself laughing at him quite a bit. I think he's fucking hysterical. Yeah. Um, and then number one was watching you react <laughs> to waxing um, your waxing leg. <laughs> one small square <laughs> section, one patch of green on my leg. Um, that yeah. shit was hysterical that and was... also very embarrassing, but I put it up on Why the internet. Why was it embarrassing for you? No, I mean like, just like, it's not a lot of dudes would just be like, hey wax off my hair <laughs> um but i thought i was like uh, what can i like when i said it out loud i was like do it to me i was like i didn't think you were gonna do it <laughs> but i also was like if she does this she's gonna fucking think it like think it's so funny and well, you did and i, I was, was like sitting Great, on, I was, so i because i am not going to get sugared um my leg hair and my armpit hair is crazy mm. long and props to all the women who don't shave their legs I think it's so fucking uncomfortable. I find myself like itching and getting uncomfortable with my socks and my like leggings. I am not into it. Um, but so I bought these new waxing strips from this brand called Flamingo, which I'm not sponsored in any way. Um, and I tr- I was trying them out. I did like one or two to see how it felt. And at one point I was pressing it on my leg and I looked up at you and was like, I hate inflicting myself with all this pain and then i said do you want to do it to me no i said you want me to do it for you oh yeah and then you're like no i was like you want to do it to me (laughs) i said yes i do i wanted you to feel the pain that i was in um oh and he just shrugs and so and so and so now let's get your bikini line and see how you you want to do my bikini line it means you'll have to be down in my area so i'll think about it (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot more painful, let me tell you, bro. Mm, it's a lot more, I'm sure, way You sweatier. want me to rock? I can wax your armpits. No, I've had shaved <laughs> armpits before. That doesn't bother me. Hey, body hair doesn't bother me. I, 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 wanted, I want to do your, if I, I if do I, your bikini In an line. ideal world, for me, if I could remove all of the hair from my neck down, it'd be gone. I, if I can, well, then let's do your bikini line. Dude, no. Why? It's. I'm not even afraid of the pain. It's the sweat. And the weird stuff that happens when you don't have any hair down there, that's like... <laughs> I'm not eh. saying all. Just a little. Just so you can feel what it feels like. Dude, <laughs> like on my butt? <laughs> no, like in no, my no, asshole? Like, like, what are you talking I mean, about? we could do your asshole. No. No, I'm saying just your inner thigh, like up where you're... If you were wearing a bikini oh. or a Speedo, like up in that area. That would be super uncomfortable and uh, no. <laughs> long answer long? No. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, I would let you do like my chest hair. Maybe not my nipples, but I don't know. We'll see. I might n- oh, I have a world record oh, gross, nipple hair don't, going don't. on. So All right. Well, that <laughs> waxing your hair on your leg definitely made me laugh the most. Yeah. Um, okay. Something stupid or embarrassing. I think it'll be posted when this comes out. I made um, an IGTV of me making banana ice cream. And the recipe is solid, but for some reason, I, like, didn't like the end result of my banana ice cream. And I don't know what I did wrong, but it's kind of embarrassed that I was like, oh, I just posted this thing to people to go make it, and I don't really like it. The recipe's good. Yeah, the recipe's yeah. great. I don't, I think I, I don't know. I don't, didn't put enough banana in or something, but... 
Anywho, go check out that IGTV yeah, recipe and make yourself a banana ice cream. Buy it. All right. Um, Coolio. I fucking love you. I fucking love you so, so much. much. So much. Love you so much. You're kiddo. my favorite person on the planet. Okay. Bye.